Hi y'all, it's time for episode two. This is actually probably the fourth time I've tried to record episode two. So hear me out. I kept trying to record and then for some reason I would get in my head and not be able to speak about what I wanted to speak about for some reason. And I kept overthinking all of it, which will be another episode, not the topic of today's episode. But I just kept overthinking and it was so weird. I would, and plus I kept trying to record at weird hours of the night. I tried to record at like midnight and stuff and I was just not thinking correctly. So a couple failed attempts, but here we are. I think this one is actually going to work. I thought that I was going to be recording a lot more, um, but I actually just have not had time recently because it was prom weekend. Um, speaking of prom weekend, had so much fun. I went to Galveston with some friends and I met some really good people that I just didn't know that well and I got closer to some some people and it was just great, great experience. Um, I had a great time. And for those of y'all that don't know, I'm the senior class president and I helped to plan prom. So if you had a good time at prom, then I'd take some of that credit, okay? But I wasn't going to say anything until it went well. Because if it went bad, I could be like, oh, no, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> but I did. I, I, I helped plan. So did the rest of the senior class um, officers. But just to start this episode off, my drink of the day is water. Stay hydrated. Um, my voice is gone. Long story. Long story. For those of y'all who know, it was probably because I was screaming at a certain someone to not throw a coconut in the ocean, but they threw it in the ocean anyway, so my voice is gone. <laughs> and the coconut wasn't even a coconut. But, continuing y'all on, um, this episode today is about caring what other people think and also drawing validation from others. It's sort of a mixture between them, and this topic really hits home for me. This is something I do a lot, is overthink what people think of me, or draw validation from other people. So this one really definitely hits home for me, and I'm excited to talk about it because there's just a couple things I want to share with y'all that really opened my mind up to a lot of things. So, I'll get to it in one second, actually. I wanted to say thank y'all so much for just all the support and everything I've been getting. I've gotten a lot of support for this podcast, and that makes me so happy. I think I'm almost at like 100 streams, which is crazy. I, I never expected that to happen, so thank you. Thank you all for listening and thank you for caring to hear what I have to say and such because this is just such a fun project for me and I'm so happy that y'all like it so much and I haven't even heard anything negative. I mean, I'm sure there's people that are saying things negative, but I, I haven't heard anything negative and honestly, I don't really care anyways because I've gotten such positive reinforcement all the time. So yeah, thank y'all so much. Um... My podcast, I think I'm just going to name it Rita's Unnamed Podcast. 
Because <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, just Rita's unnamed podcast. And definitely need to get some cover art up in here. And I know with last episode, I said that I was going to be recording like two or three times a, a week. And I want to get there. But just bear with me. I'll be putting out episodes when I have time. <laughs> um, but, okay. Going back into the topic of the podcast. So... Just sit with me for a second and really ask yourself, why do you care what others think? Just just let it ruminate. Just let it ruminate for a second. So, I'm sure the first thing that comes to mind is, well, you know, you want to be liked. And because being liked makes you feel good, for sure. I mean, it just doesn't feel good when somebody doesn't like you because... When somebody doesn't like you, it gears your brain to start turning it towards yourself. You know, like you start hyper-focusing on yourself. If somebody says, oh, Rita, your hair looks thin, then I'm going to start thinking about the fact that my hair looks thin or something like that. Like, whenever somebody gives you negative, kind of, I guess, negative reinforcement, quote-unquote, you... 99% of the time will gear it towards yourself. For example, breakups or friendship breakups. I feel like whenever we get into breakups or friendship breakups, the most common thing after one of those is to be like, what did I do wrong? What's wrong with me? Not saying, oh, maybe it was this situation or maybe it was miscommunication. It's at least for me, has always been what's wrong with me. And I start chastising myself. And that definitely is a reason why we care what others think. Because we definitely don't want people to dislike us because then it gears us to start disliking ourselves, if that makes sense. Which is something that we should definitely break the habit of because why if somebody dislikes you do you just automatically think it's because of you? What if they are just kind of an asshole <laughs> and they dislike you because maybe they're jealous of you or they think that you're cool and they don't know how to approach you? There's a lot of ways why somebody could dislike you or say some... Or reasons, not ways. There's a lot of way reasons. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons why somebody could dislike you or say mean things to you and... I feel like most of the time, it's not even that it's you that's nasty. Unless if you're just nasty. But if you're nasty, then you probably wouldn't have friends around you who care about you. Because if you're nasty, people aren't going to want to stay. So, (laughs) moral of the story of that part is... Next time somebody maybe dislikes you or says something mean to you... Don't just automatically try to change yourself or to fit their standard. I used to do that a lot. I used to change myself to fit the standard of whatever opinionated person was telling me to be different. Don't do that. Be be unapologetically yourself. Because when you're unapologetically yourself, I feel like that is whenever you're the most successful. Because... There's a lot of reasons, but I think the main one 
is I've I've found that I've I've been at the best periods of my life whenever I'm just myself and I'm not chastising myself or caring what other people public other other people think. Um, it's definitely a cycle that we all have to break because if somebody tells you, "Oh, I don't care what other people think at all," you know, like I don't care at all, then honestly. They're probably lying. <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard to break the cycle. And it it's really hard to actually sit there and be like, okay, I'm not affected when somebody dislikes me. But I'm trying to work on it. And I want you as a listener to also try to work on it. Because I promise that the second that you can say to yourself that you have a good enough foundation of self... To where maybe if your crush, Bob or something, does not reciprocate your energy or text you back, that you won't be so upset about it and be and ask yourself what's wrong with yourself all the time. You have to have that foundation of, of self to where if Bob does not reciprocate your energy, you just say, okay, bye Bob, I'm going to go find a new Bob that does reciprocate my energy. So, yeah, that's the first point. Definitely kind of got off topic a little bit because I mostly just wanted you to kind of ruminate in it because whenever you actually just like ruminate in the question of why do you care what others think, it's kind of interesting because most of the time, we're just alone. Most of the time... I would say in in life, unless if you're just with people constantly, but I mean, you wake up alone, you go to sleep alone, you brush your teeth alone. Most of the time you're alone. So why do you care if Bob dislikes you? Because a good portion of your life, it's just you. You're kind of your own best friend. Of course, there's that other portion where you're going to see Bob at school and stuff. But Bob disliking you should not affect the way you think of yourself. And also, it just shouldn't really affect your life that much. Like, when you really think about it, because it's only a fourth of your life. Because, or I would say that I'm alone, like, half the time. So... It's like half of your life, but also, you know, you cut that into maybe like one eighteenth of your day that you see Bob. And then it actually really does not matter that much. Just as humans, I think that we sometimes really blow things out of proportion in our head. Um, but I definitely think that the biggest issue with somebody hating you or disliking you is that you just start to chastise yourself. And that's just a terrible rabbit hole to go down. So let's work towards not doing that. At the end of the podcast, I I have like a list of how me and you as a listener can work towards not caring with, not like, I feel like in life, it honestly, to me, seems very unrealistic to not care at all, but to be at a point where you have a really good foundation of self I think is the most important thing. But we'll talk about that later. I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> I, I have my notes in front of me. 
that is my kind of walking through the points I'm going to hit. So that's later. But I wanted to say, because this episode is also kind of about drawing validation. Drawing validations from others is very normal. I think everyone does it. I have rarely met somebody that I could say to you that they don't draw some sort of portion of their validation from other people. Of course, there's varying levels. For example, I would say, I'm not anymore, but I I definitely used to be an extreme case of this. But some people, you know, they only draw half their validation from other people. But that's still not very good because that's half of your happiness, half of your, I guess, self-love, quote-unquote, being drawn from other people. So, still not good. I'd say we want to be at a healthy drawing 95% of validation from yourself and like 5% from other people because obviously the people that you love in your life, you're going to draw validation from them. And that's fine. It's perfectly normal. But it just can't be to the point where it destroys you if they dislike you or say something mean or something. Because that's a point you don't want to be at. Because that is definitely like a ticking time bomb, essentially. Because somebody at some point in your life is going to be mean to you. But I think what I was saying is it's very normal. And I feel like we've also kind of been raised to do it. Think about social media. For example, with social media, you post things to get likes, to get comments from other people. You're posting things to essentially flex on other people and to make your life look like it's different than what it actually is. Social media in general, I hate social media. I hate technology. That's a completely different topic. But social media has raised us to literally care about materialistic things. Like somebody pressing the heart button on your picture I used to I remember I used to just like go through Instagram and whatever crush I had at this at the time I would look to see if he liked it and half the time they would just double tap and, and scroll it's not that big of a deal but if he didn't like it I would be sad and what even is that you <laughs> no we're moving past we need to have that foundation of self we'll get there later we'll get there later but so if, if you if you are somebody that cares a lot what people think, like the, care you care a lot what others think of you, I want you to know that it's normal, but in order to have a, I think, a happier life, it would be nice to start moving away from it, which is what we're going to talk about. So I think the first thing in terms of moving away from drawing the validation for others, caring what other people think, is sit there, and this question, the first time I asked it to myself, completely floored me. I was on the floor. I was, I was gone, okay? Because this just freaked me out so bad because I realized that, well, I'll get there. It's sit down for a second and ask yourself, what activities or hobbies Or things do you do solely just for you? Let it sink in. Let it sink in for a second. What things do you do that it's not, oh, perhaps you're on the soccer team because your mother told you to 
do so. Or perhaps you wanted to learn how to play the guitar so that you could show other people. Or perhaps you want to get good grades so you can get into a good college that you can post on your Instagram that you got into a good college. So what aside from all those things that clearly are geared towards getting validation from other people, what do you do for you? Because when I asked myself this question about a month or two ago, I, I had no answer. Zero. I had zilch answer, which freaked me out. Because I used to have answers. Like, I used to crochet a lot. <laughs> I used to, what else did I do? I don't know. I just knew that, I remember I had a lot of, oh, I used to write music. I used to write music. I write poetry. Poetry was one. I, I still kind of write poetry. Really depressing poetry. <laughs> I would actually really recommend it. Writing depressing poetry is very therapeutic. In fact, I feel like one episode I'll just read y'all some of my depressing poetry. Because <laughs> some of it's actually fire. I ain't gonna lie. I'm kind of a poet. But anyways, back to the topic at hand is... If you, have, if you don't have an answer to this question and you're kind of realizing, because what I realized is that everything that I would have been doing was just to get validation for others. Like, down to playing the guitar. I remember when I first learned how to play the guitar, it was actually because I wanted to learn how to play Introducing Me by Nick Jonas, and I wanted to post it, like, on my Instagram or something. What is that? <laughs> Eventually, it became more so me thing, but it's weird that I just never noticed until I actually really thought about it. So that's step number one is do things for you. I want you, if your answer is you don't do anything for yourself, then go out and find new habits and start doing things for yourself. Because I promise you, the second that you start doing things solely for you, your life gets so much brighter. Oh, I used to paint too. Like Patrick, I used to paint Patrick Star. Also, I feel like I'm saying like a lot in this. I hope that's not happening, but I'm, I keep catching myself saying like. I'm sorry. No more thinking words. <laughs> but if you do have answers to that question, for example, you like to play soccer or you like to watch Netflix in bed, which is perfectly fine. It doesn't have to be a productive habit. Then good. Do those things more. Do the things that make you happy. Because... The second that you start doing those things is the second that your life gets a lot brighter because you're taking care of yourself. <laughs> In general, the second that you start taking care of yourself, loving yourself, and treating yourself with kindness, that's a big one. Treating yourself with kindness is something that I've struggled with because think about it this way is you're kind of your own best friend in a way. The only person who has ever been with you your entire life is yourself. Perhaps your family, because your family won't leave you, but truly, truly, like the only person that has ever been with you is yourself. So why not like yourself? Why do we, why do we chastise ourselves so much? It, it goes, it's kind of a full circle thing. Why do you chastise yourself so much? Why do you care what others think? When you really think about those questions, you kind of dig down into, like, why? <laughs> I suppose it's just sort of the way our society works. 
and the things that we've been instilled to act as, I suppose. But that's a little bit off topic. I also want to do an episode about why... I suppose I I would name it maybe why do you dislike yourself or why do you chastise yourself? Because I was going to say this is think of it this way is if you are your own best friend, would you treat your actual physical best friend the way that you treat yourself? Would you say to your best friend, wow, you look gross in the mirror or wow, maybe today my legs look too big or you're so pathetic because maybe a boy didn't like you back. Would would you say any of that to your your best friend? No. You'd, you'd probably say, if, if the boy didn't like your back, you would probably say, no, it's not you. You are amazing. But why can't we say those things to ourselves? Why can't we say, hey, Bob didn't like me. Bob didn't reciprocate my energy. So what? Because... I like myself and I'm a cool person. It's weird how there is a discrepancy between the way you treat yourself and the way you treat others. Because at the end of the day, you're kind of your own best friend. So why not treat yourself like your own best friend? But anyways, continuing on. I don't know how I got that. That was pretty off topic. (laughs) I think that's like a common theme in these podcasts is I get off topic. But... Coming back full circle with asking yourself what you do for you. Do things for yourself. I'm sorry if that was loud, headphone users, but do things for yourself. That'll also be kind of in the ending of this podcast because that's a big important part of how to to break the cycle of drawing validation from others and caring what others think. All right, so... This one also floored me. When I heard this, it, it, I, I was on the floor, okay? It, it really opened my, my mind. So, think about when someone loves you. So, maybe your boyfriend, Bob, or something. <laughs> I guess Bob, <laughs> Bob didn't reciprocate your energy, now Bob's your boyfriend. It's fine. Or, or girlfriend, I don't know who's listening, but... Bobita or Bob, okay? Bobita or Bob tells you that they love you and you get this elicited response within yourself, right? Because the feeling of having somebody say, I love you genuinely, not just that friendship, like, love you, ah ha ha. No, I'm talking like you're laying down, looking somebody in the eye and they say, I love you and I love every part of you. That's a very beautiful thing but it elicits a response within you i think kind of chemically like in your brain and it's all this happy maybe dopamine i honestly i don't know what chemicals it is but it's all this happy dopamine that starts flowing around okay so that happens but love is universal I, I like to think that the feeling of love in itself is just a universal feeling. So if you love yourself and then Bobita or Bob loves you, then logically, 
because it's a universal feeling. That love that Bobito or Bob gave to you can be, quote unquote, replaced with just self-love. Because everything that you feel is from yourself. Because when Bobita or Bob says they love you, they don't give you love. They don't give you that physical, like, they don't put that dopamine in your head. Like, it comes from you. It just elicits that response within yourself. So you feel the love because they say it to you, but it comes within yourself. Because everything comes within yourself. You don't need Bobita or Bob to live or to feel love. They just told you and then your brain had this chemical reaction. So the reason why this is powerful is because, for example, maybe if you're in a relationship or you're in a friendship and you lose that love because perhaps you break up with the person or y'all aren't friends anymore or just anybody in your life, you lose them and you lose that love and you lose that person. Theoretically, you can fill that hole up with loving yourself and having that foundation of yourself because love is universal. So whatever hole that Bob or Bobita left in you after they said they loved you and they left you or friendship or whatever, you can logically fill that exact same hole with just love for yourself because it's the same thing. Love is universal. And also, all of it comes from within yourself. You don't need anyone else to give you that love at all. Because at the end of the day, it's completely within yourself. That's such a powerful thing. Like, the fact that we... Oh, I said like. Sorry. (laughs) The fact that we are so in control of ourselves is also kind of insane. Because think about it. You are a thousand percent in control of everything, in control of yourself. So you could move to Jamaica right now and change your name. You could shave your head. You could do anything you want. You are a thousand percent in control of yourself, which is also kind of powerful because I think sometimes we could feel like we're out of control, especially when we get spouts of anxiety or spouts of anything, and then you start feeling like you're out of control of yourself. Which is definitely justified, because whenever I get anxiety, I can't calm it down, and even telling myself, hey, like, this is a response within myself, and technically, I can choose, quote-unquote, to be calmer, it doesn't really help that much. <laughs> because my brain is just mean to me. But it's definitely something to start thinking about, because... I feel like every day, if we just start constantly reminding ourselves that we're in control and that we create our own reality, then it'll start really actually hitting because we do kind of create our own reality. Your your thoughts and what you see and what you perceive are your reality. It, But that's a completely different episode as well, is perceiving your own reality like that. That's actually a really cool, that's a really cool topic, but... Moral of this point was that since that feeling of love comes from within you, you don't need that validation from other people at all. 
there's a zero percent there's zero percent reason you would need that because the exact same thing can happen with loving yourself and it's a lot more reliable because let's be honest people suck (laughs) some people really suck that's why you can only count your true friends that will stick beside you and that won't screw you over and that won't be self-centered and all that stuff you can really only count those people on like one hand the people that will really be with you your entire life because people often get really caught in themselves or they get really caught in their lives and they'll do things that hurt you and definitely making mistakes is a thousand percent justified we're human we're always going to make mistakes for sure I think the difference between being somebody who's, in my eyes, a little bit shitty and being somebody who just maybe made a mistake and hurt somebody on accident is honestly apologizing and taking credit, like taking a responsibility for it. Because if you hurt somebody, but then you say, I'm so sorry I hurt you, not I'm so sorry you feel that way. That's just a manipulative statement. But if you say, I'm so sorry I hurt you, I take full responsibility, and you move past it and you try, you know, you try your best not to make that same mistake again, then that to me is a sign of a good person. I feel like you kind of start to cross into the the arena of quote unquote bad person, which also is another episode because good versus bad is such a like a mundane thing. I feel like it's so it's definitely debatable. <laughs> But that's another that's another episode. We're all over the place today. That's another episode. But I, f- I was going to say, I feel you cross into this arena of maybe being not as good of a person when you just keep making mistakes and hurting people over and over again and not learning anything from it and thinking that you are the center of the entire universe that's whenever you start crossing into the "Mm, maybe not for me maybe not for the friendship arena for me at least you knock yourself out if you want to go be friends with narcissistic people (laughs) but not for me anyways don't know how we got there but It's sort of powerful, like I was saying, to know that everything comes from you. But moving on. And this is the last little bullet point I have. Is I've talked about all this stuff. I've talked about how it's sort of absurd and weird that we even care because when you actually break it down... It's kind of random, and it's also kind of not logical that we care so much what other people think of us. So now that I've sort of broke all that down, I want to talk about ways you can break it, or the ways that have been helping me to break it, or ways that have moved me from maybe having 90% of my validation from other people to having, I'd say I'm at... I'm, I'm going to be honest, probably above 50 still. It, it's a slow process because we're all raised to do it. So it's a slow process, but I promise that at the end, the, the light at the end of the, ten, 
at the end of the tunnel is so worth it because I'm, I'm very excited for the day that Bob or Bobita does not reciprocate my energy and I can truly not care or not care to the point where I'm floored. So, number one is self-love. But for some reason, I'm feeling like I forgot something. (laughs) This is so funny. I feel like I forgot something. Oh, I was going to say, because this is also an important thing with that light at the end of the tunnel. Even though we are working towards not caring what other people think, I want you to also enjoy the journey. Because that's how you truly have a happy life, is whenever you're able to truly just live in the moment and enjoy the journey to the light. And when you hit the light, great, because that's also the moment. But enjoy the the moments that lead up to it. But, or else you're just never gonna enjoy life because the present moment is the only moment that's truly tangible if you actually think about it. The past is gone. The future is not real. I think there's some sort of Einstein quote about that. But the past is... Sorry, the present is the only tangible thing you have. So living in the present is so important because you're never going to have a quote-unquote happy life, which is a different topic because I think the, the way that some people view happiness is just not realistic. Happiness is something you have to find in every day. But... I feel like the second you start really living in the moment and even just sitting there and saying, because right now I'm sitting in my bed recording this podcast. So even just sitting there in your bed and saying, I'm sitting in my bed. I'm crisscross applesauce. I'm recording a podcast. That's a very grounding and good technique for me in terms of living fully in the moment. But I really don't know how we got there. (laughs) But continuing on. How to break drawing validation and caring what other people think. Or to make it less prominent. Self-love. Number one. Number one thing is self-love. Like I said, when you have that foundation of self, which it is hard to build it up, for sure. It's hard to build it up. Because we as a society have been raised to chastise ourselves. But just constantly remind yourself that you should be treated as you treat your best friend. And to be kind to yourself. If you maybe slip up or something, don't be horribly mean to yourself about it. You're a human and you're going to make mistakes. And as I said before, the most important part about making mistakes is number one, to learn from them. But number two, to also maybe apologize. Because that's whenever I feel like you take, it take, it's taking accountability. Taking accountability is very important because it teaches you not only that you did something wrong and that you should learn something from it, but it also soothes perhaps the pain you caused, which is good. <laughs> but building up self-love 
is definitely difficult. Um, something that somebody told me to do was to start looking in the mirror and saying, I love you, which seems really awkward. And I'm not sure if I'm at the level to do that yet, or if I could even do that yet, but perhaps I'll try it. She said it really worked for her. So that's something you could try in terms of building self-love. I feel like there's a lot of other things you could do to build self-love too. Journaling and sitting with yourself, spending time alone. Spending time alone is really good. Those are all ways that you can help start to build up that self-love. Affirmations are good too. Meditation, all those things. Just get that self-love up and really start picking apart your mindset and asking yourself why you chastise yourself. And if you're listening to this and you're, and you're saying, Rita, I don't chastise myself. Girl, good. Tell me your secret. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> continuing on. Number two, doing things for you. Like I said earlier, very important. Doing things for you makes you feel good because humans crave a challenge. And we also obviously crave pleasure. So whenever you do things for you and perhaps challenging things for you, then... Not only are you getting pleasure because you are enjoying the thing you're doing, but you're also challenging yourself and you're succeeding and you're getting that validation now from yourself rather than other people. So definitely do things for you. Find them hobbies, bro. If anybody ever wants to crochet with me, hit me up. Crocheting is so fun. Continuing on. There's this philosophy that I really like and it kind of coincides with the second philosophy that I'm also going to talk about this one is the it is not that deep philosophy because when you truly think about it we are a bunch of animals living on a giant rock floating in space no one knows what's in space. It's just kind of floating around and we're orbiting a sun that would kill us if we went close. Just think about those things. It's not that deep. If Bobita or Bob does not reciprocate your energy or somebody says that maybe your pants are ugly or even something really horrible to you, like something attacking your character, at the end of the day, it's not that deep. We live on a rock. We run around on a rock. We kind of just follow the steps of society where we go. So even though it definitely, like you are justified in feeling hurt by hearing those things for sure. I don't want to invalidate anyone. You are a thousand percent justified in being hurt if anybody says anything mean to you. <coughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> you you are a thousand percent justified that was something i was saying last time i hate when people say you're not justified in feeling something like screw off <laughs> but it's it's definitely a healing thing to look at perhaps that thing and say hey maybe i feel so hurt because of this because i'm just taking it too seriously life life is meant to be fun we're only here for not that long. We're not we're not here that long. So have fun. And it's not that deep. 
sit and feel those emotions because you're definitely valid, but maybe to make yourself feel better, sit and think, maybe if Bob or Bobita didn't like me, it ain't that deep. Like, continuing on is Maddie actually told me about this, and this has been helping me a lot in terms of not chastising myself, is the silly goose philosophy. So, let's say you fail a math test or you're doing stupid on you're doing you're doing bad on your math test okay and you're just sitting in your head and you're saying god I'm so stupid I'm so dumb I'm so pathetic I can't do anything right instead of saying those things let's work towards saying hmm maybe I'm just a I'm just I'm a silly goose silly goose moment if you did something stupid in the past, silly goose moment, okay? If you fell over and tripped in front of your crush, Bob or Bobita, silly goose moment. That also coincides with being kinder to yourself, I feel like, is the silly goose moment. That's been helping me a lot because right now I'm sitting in my room and it looks like a mess and I could totally say to myself, Rita, you're such a mess. You're so gross. What the heck? But instead, I'm, I, I was thinking about it earlier. And I just thought, this is kind of funny. <laughs> My room looks atrocious. And it's just a little bit of a silly goose moment. But we'll work on it later. Don't be so negative. But that was a roller coaster. <laughs> I think this episode's a lot longer than the last one. But that was, yeah, that was a little bit of a roller coaster. We were kind of all over the place for sure. (laughs) But I had a lot of fun talking about this topic. I think this topic is very important to talk about. And not something you necessarily realize until you really think about it. I did not realize that I did a lot of the things in my life for other people until I really sat down and thought about it. But here we are. The important part is that we're realizing now and we're working towards breaking it. So if anybody starts doing the things I said to work against breaking it or making it less, let me know if it works for you because for me, my thing is that I can, I'm very aware of my issues. I'm very aware of the way that perhaps I talk to myself or all those things. I can say confidently that I draw validation from others, but when it comes to actually breaking it, that's when it gets hard because we could say all day that perhaps you draw val- draw you draw validation from others, you chastise yourself, you are very mean to yourself all the time. But then it's a matter of fact of actually doing action to change those things where it gets hard. Because I've been doing these things, but not necessarily actively. So definitely do these things actively. But also, if you have sort of a depression rut for a second, or maybe you were supposed to clean your room today and you didn't, then be kind to yourself about it. Don't beat up on yourself about it. We're all human. And we just take in life day by day, bro. At this point, it's just day by day. Live in the moment. Live in the moment. It helps so much. It helps so much. But, alright, I think 
this episode is pretty long. I'm going to wrap it up here. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun talking about this topic. And thank you again for listening. This is such a positive thing for me. Today I got interviewed by Ava Gonzalez. Shout out Ava if she's listening. For the broadcast. I don't know if I'm actually going to be in the video. <clears throat> but I got interviewed to talk about my podcast and singing and everything. And, and that was really nice. And... I don't know exactly where I was going with that, but I'm just really happy that this is a successful thing that's happening and that I've gotten so much positive, positive reinforcement on it. So thank you all because that's all y'all. And I promise that we'll have some cover art soon. I'm tired of the ratchet rss.com. Although I do kind of like the name Rita's unnamed podcast. It's just funny to me for some reason. (laughs) Of course it is, but it's just funny to me. But thank you for listening again. I hope that you have a wonderful day. Be kind to yourself. Remember the things I said. (laughs) And yeah, I guess that's it. I was, oh, I was going to talk one more thing. (laughs) One more, one more thing is in terms of uploading, like I said, bear with me. I've, I've realized, come to the realization that I'm a very busy person recently, <laughs> especially recently. So, but I love recording and I definitely will keep recording episodes. So no worries there. All right. I love all of you. Be kind to yourself or else I will not be kind to you for not being kind to yourself. All right. (laughs) Bye, y'all.